What is up, team? Welcome back to the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. I'm Pat Kane. That's my good friend Cole Latshaw. And we're a day late. I apologize for the not-so-rapid reaction. All right? The two of us were in attendance yesterday. I carry my now lifetime undefeated record at Carnesec Arena into whatever game I go to now. Okay? Finally got that monkey off my back thanks to one R.J. Lewis in his St. John's debut. They went and took advantage of a, I don't know if you want to call him a um, below- average team but obviously not a power team in holy cross the team st john's should have took care of um and did exactly that in a 92 to 45 win uh cole good to see you yesterday how you feeling today good man yeah thanks for uh carrying the ship a few days while i was out in charleston i think i gained like 15 pounds uh i still feel full so it was awesome going to carnesecca the ban has officially been lifted pat kane is again allowed around the st john's basketball program <laughs> He's got an undefeated streak at Carnesec Arena. So I think until Mm -hmm. Rick Pitino completely has us not playing at Carneseca and all at MSG, Pat can come to all the Carneseca games. Uh, It was was awesome to see. I I know you've said Holy Cross is a a below average team, and it's it's hard to how much we can take away from the level of competition yesterday. But again, let us not forget, like this team has beaten Georgetown already this year. So it's like they've beaten a high major team in our conference. So it's not a complete like schlack team. So, uh, you know, to see an awesome performance, a complete ass kicking from, I won't say wire to wire because we started off a little sluggish, but, you know, yep. maybe 30 yep. minutes worth of complete ass kicking. So uh, great to see the team. Great to see uh, Rick get to get some of the bench players a little more minutes and get some of our starters a little more rest. I know he really wanted to make a point of that going into the game. So all in all, just a great performance. A lot of players played really well. Some of our younger players got great experience and more minutes and really showed some of their like long-term potential. So super yeah, excited. Cole, you, you bring up a good point. It wasn't, you know, right off – the rip a, a route for St. John's when it was 18 to 10, I was getting a few elbows and a few nudges. A couple of people telling me, <laughs> I better, out. you know, worry about a quick exit out if people spot me in the arena, but you know, thanks to the nice cozy confines of Carnesec arena, you know, how's that for alliteration? You know, I love my alliteration here with the Redstone Rap Reaction podcast, but the cozy confines of Carnesec arena um, eventually took its course and Holy Cross could not handle the, the raucous crowd there. I mean, close to a sellout. Seemed like a, a really good turnout. And uh, I really appreciated my time there yesterday. I enjoyed the atmosphere. Wasn't as hot as the rumors had said, um, you know, but it was a cool day out. And maybe it was uh, something, you know, I wasn't used to. Or maybe they kept the window open for me because they knew a special guest was coming. And I don't know. But it was good to be there for a win. And uh, felt good walking out of there knowing what it feels like to see St. John's take care of business on their home court. So I'll was be back the- again. Was the special guest in Carnesecca Pat Kane or Kevin Durant? I'm not sure. <laughs> well, it's for the fans to decide. It's for the fans to decide. But, you know, there was a very special guest there. And I don't think he made it to the end. And I made it to the end. So there's your answer. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was cool to see KD there. Obviously, that's a, it seems like a Mad A connection. And you were mentioning on the broadcast, and I haven't watched the game in full yet. They said he's a season ticket holder of St. John's. And I don't know. You know the veracity of that but i'm sure he's got the money to spend so it wouldn't surprise me if he just dropped a few bucks there and can catch a game from here and there but it's cool you know that's the type of atmosphere patino's looking to push uh star studded and uh, he's a star that's for sure mm-hmm. um what do you think of the debut of rj lewis was it a uh, surprising did it live up to your expectations uh thoughts there 
I, I thought he looked tremendous again. Like, how much can we take away from the level of competition and how bad of a team is Holy Cross? I don't think we really know. Um, I didn't expect him to look as good as he did just based on how long has he had after his injury and how good of in-game shape was he really. But uh, you and I were just raving about him all night last night. I, I thought he looked tremendous. Uh, he, he didn't even really show off much of his jump shot, but we know he has a great jump shot. He did a tremendous job facilitating, great defense. I think he looks a little bit bigger body. Obviously, you had a little bit of experience from seeing him at the, the open door practice. I had, this is my first experience besides highlights of UMass to see him at all. I think he's a little bit bigger body than Glenn Taylor. So I know you've been drooling over the potential lineup of them both on the court at the same time and uh, some capacity play in the three four yeah i think we saw a little bit of that yesterday i think we can for sure expect to see more of that going forward and maybe less of minutes for dressa at the backup four so that might help spell ledlam a little bit more and it make up for some interesting matchup problems again like i said I, I he had a few absolute perfect passes which was really exciting to see seems like he's got a great sort of first step and ability to take the ball to the rim so that might help our offensive struggles at times where it seems like we don't really have a guy who can create his own shot it seems like rj might be able yeah. to do that got great touch around the rim nose for rebounds I think he led yeah. the team at steals last night. Like, I don't know, just great. can go great. on and on. Yeah. And he, he just, he plugs a lot of holes and that might, you know, that doesn't even do it justice because he does more than just plug the holes. I think he could be perhaps our, our best player when all things are said and done. But in terms of rebounding help, full court defensive pressure, you know, we were, we were having Ledlam and Zuby and Drissa pressure the ball full court and you know coach patino showed no signs of pulling that back even when other teams are beating it he had soriano doing it full court he has continues to have ledlam and the guys those guys doing it and it doesn't suit their game perfectly but if it's a system he's pushing he's not gonna you know give it up because one guy can't handle it having uh lewis luis we're gonna nail it however you want to pronounce please let me know um up there 94 feet you can see that type of defensive aspect he can bring his length his quickness his versatility um and his arm is seemingly go for days while he's not the, the biggest uh, most filled out guy strength department uh certainly can hold his own but he looks like he covers so much more ground out there just in terms of his wingspan and his vertical uh, verticality than a guy like ledlam does and now ledlam can move bodies around and he's a heck of a rebounder but i don't think we're going to lose much in terms of you know our defensive scheme and our ability to play if we do have lewis at the four and you mentioned him and taylor and i could have a, a whole podcast dedicated just to two of those guys alone i mean they're like the NCA basketball version of duct tape. I mean, they can just solve any problem you have out there. You can put them at the two or three, the three, four, you could have them play as guards or forwards and they can do a little bit of everything. We saw Lewis's great bounce pass to Drissa in the second half, just an unbelievable read, hit him on time and on, on target. That was the, of all the things we saw him do yesterday, there was plenty that was the one that stood out to me most. And then Taylor uh, had a great pass in the first half, seemingly uh, same type of deal. Drove baseline, saw Soriano, hit him with a bullet pass for a dunk. And the two of those guys, I think, are going to cure a lot of our uh, potential ails, whether it be shooting, rebounding, defending, bringing the ball up, you know, the whole gamut. So can't say enough about those two. Yeah, and shout out to uh, Mama Lewis. I'm sure she's listening. She was active on Twitter last night. I quickly am in loving our new group of uh, St. John's parents on Twitter. Between her, Simeon's dad, Brady's dad, we got a, a great active group of, of parents getting involved and interacting with us on Twitter, which I love. Yeah, it's good to see. Good to see the fan involvement. Shout out to the fans we saw yesterday, Cole. We'd be remiss to not mention a couple of fans who came up and said hellos um dan john uh tim from our, our good buddies over at the 
uh, the Red Storm Chasers podcast. Of course, Mike, the mayor from uh, Mahar from Redman, uh, great guy. Um, Darren, um, Beast of the East. Uh, if I forgot your name, I apologize. I know we saw a few others as well. And it was great for those guys to come up and say hello and to hear yeah. that, uh, you know, we got some listeners out there. So, yeah, thanks. Dave. Dave from Island Storm. Of course, can't forget Dave. Dave had to get to his seat quick and barely stopped to talk to him. We'll 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 forgive him there. We'll we'll catch him on the next one, perhaps. But like awesome for so many people to come up and tell us what a great job. And awesome for us to know that we have so many people listening and that people enjoy the content. And Pat, I hope like it means the world to you the way it does to me, just to have so many people come up and, and tell you what a good job that you're doing. And like that so many other people care about this crazy, stupid thing called St. John's basketball. Sure. Like all, we're all a bunch of crazy bastards and we all love this thing so much. And, and we all deserve it with Patino doing such an awesome job. And that we are coming. So a bunch of crazy bastards for sure. And I do appreciate it all. It's very thankful. It was awesome to see. And we do it, you know, for the sake of just being able to talk St. John's basketball. But if we have people listening, it's all the better. Uh, let's check out the box score. See a little stat action here. Um, as you can see from that 18 to 10 point onward, or I think you know, it was 20 to 20, I believe at one point. So uh, 51 to 25 from that point forward, St. John's really did take control. And it was good to see them take that uh, approach all the way to the last minute. They were playing solid defense. They weren't, you know, trying to run it up with bad passes and circus play. They were playing good, solid basketball. You can see that in the turnover numbers. You can see that in the steal numbers. Um, Soriano, 16 points, six rebounds. He was eight for nine from the field. He could have had 40 points if the game plan would just, you know, give it to Joel every time and let him play 30 plus minutes. He, he was that dominant in the time he was in there. Um, they sent a couple doubles to him earlier. He didn't rush. He didn't get rattled. Eventually, he got his ball uh, in the paint by himself, and he did what he does best, and he's finishing around the rim. Um, a lot of contributions really spread out tonight. Um, four guys in double figures. Lewis had 14, four rebounds, three, uh, three steals in 16 minutes. Uh, only Ledlam and Dingle played over 20 minutes. Dingle, again, looking more and more comfortable, looking for his own shot on offense. Um, Ledlam, you know, kind of got lost in the shuffle today. I mean, honestly, I don't really remember seeing many things um, aside from a breakaway layup, um, but he didn't didn't have any bad plays, didn't turn it over, and he had a, a pretty full stat sheet there. So that's a that's a bad jab out of me not paying attention to him enough out in the court. Um, anyone else stand out to you, Cole? Dude, I know you mentioned the turnovers. I, I, I thought one thing when I was combing through the box score, um, obviously like Jenkins and Wiltshire did the majority of handling the ball. And then I think at times when they weren't on the court, neither of them, uh, it seemed like Mahima lean sort of handled a lot of the point guard duties. So between 48 minutes, between those three guys, they had two turnovers. I, I think for all that, all the, the crap that we've given Dennis Jenkins over uh, the few games where he sort of struggled with his turnovers for him to play, I think upwards of 16 minutes and only have one turnover, like just a complete about face of how he's been doing and way better job paying attention to not turn sure. the ball over. So awesome job, big kudos to the three of them. I think if you like extrapolated all of these guys, some of like their per 40 minutes, they would kind of blow your mind. But I mean, Zuby looked really good and really active. They get five points, four blocks, seven boards, in 17 minutes, I mean, he looked tremendous. Uh, what an about face he's done since that Stony yeah. Brook game. Uh, I, I think he's looked really good lately. Again, like you mentioned, Joel just looked tremendous. Um, 
I, I touched on it briefly, but Simeon and Brady, uh, I thought both looked really good again for young players getting experience and getting their feet wet. Brady looked really active, hustling for loose balls. I think he had five rebounds, so he was really good on the glass. It, it was awesome to see some of Patino's postgame comments where he stretched like stressed like, he is happy with the development of both Simeon and Brady and that he has no qualms of throwing them into the fire if we're in a battle, a rock fight with with West Virginia. So it's awesome that he already yeah. feels that way about these young guys. And it's like he's said multiple times, listen, like he expects big, gro- big growth for them in their sophomore year. And obviously we have a bunch of seniors who are going to be done after this year. That's, that's when they're really going to have to step up. But it's awesome that he can rely on, on them already as freshmen. And then when they're ready to take over the show next year, that they'll be fully ready and, and game tested. So that's awesome. I, obviously, we went over RJ and his tremendous performance. Um, it's just an all-around great game. I, I thought the team played played fantastic. And I, I cannot wait for Friday at West Virginia. You know those fans are going to be like lubed up and ready to either pass out drunk or cheer on their Mountaineers. <laughs> and, and it's going to yeah, be, be loud. Tough atmosphere, but it'll yep. be a good test for us and hopefully a good out-of-conference win. Yep, 22 assists to eight turnovers. That's a much-needed, you know, switcheroo there in terms of our assist-to-turnover ratio. It hasn't always been great so far this year, and that's a credit to Jenkins, his six assists to one turnover, and Wiltshire, his five assists to one turnover. So good job by the point guards. And hand up here because I would have bet so much money in the world that Nahima Lean would never be the primary ball handler on the court, wouldn't be our backup or our, even our third string point guard. And he's been doing a little bit of that. And okay. I did not see that coming. And he has looked good doing it. He's handled it well. He's got the ball to the right man. Um, I don't think that's his perfect situation. You know, I like him more spotting up as a shooter as, as opposed to being a facilitator. But to his credit, he has taken – the reins there when needed and controlled and ran the offense. Cause it seems like, you know, Jordan Dingle for as much as he's getting more comfortable as a scorer, he does not want to have those responsibilities in terms of getting other people involved and bringing the ball up, uh, playing and play out. At least from my vantage point, it seems like he's not really, you know, looking to get the ball unless it's in a shot position. Others may disagree and we may see him develop into more of a facilitator as he gets more and more comfortable. But I think what we're seeing in terms of, uh, being more aggressive as a scorer is really the, the step in the direction we want to see most. Uh, so good things all around from those guys and good things from Brady. Uh, really, really banging down the showing some physicality, playing for some boards and uh, showing some toughness. And he'll obviously uh, fill out as he as he you know gets older. So I mean he's he not to say frail, frail's the wrong word, but I mean he's got room to grow. He's still the he's got big paws, that puppy. He's, oh, he's are you little, pulling but, punches now, Cole? Are but he, but I'm just saying what a great job Braille, he did. I think great job, great job boxing out, great job rebounding, and you know he'll only get better at that. So to see him do that as a freshman is awesome, and kudos to him. So yeah, and you can tell he knows how to play. Um, moves well without the basketball, gets his feet re- ready and, and set to shoot. The one three hit in the first half, no hesitation. Good to see one drop for him. Um, player of the game, uh, inaugural player of the game here for RJ Luis. I don't think it will be his last one. 14 points in 16 minutes. A little bit of everything. Four rebounds, three steals, and that one beautiful assist. Uh, the six for 12, um, a couple of those were tough follow-ups that he got himself and finished them. Did have a air ball from a corner jumper, so it wasn't a perfect offensive night from him, but still getting his feet wet. Looked great attack in the basket. Looked great in transition. Uh, he did get crossed up and, and slipped up on a, you know, a crossover on the defensive end late in the second half. Looked like his feet got caught underneath him 
not really too worried about it. But I'm sure if that was a close game in a big situation, some people would have got on him for it. But I will not. So uh, a nice debut from RJ. Can't wait to see more. Could see some of the team comparisons underneath. St. John's really dominated in most aspects of the game. Big field goal percentage advantage. Uh, huge rebounding advantage. Huge um, inside the paint points advantage. 58 to 18. Huge bench points advantage. 45 to 15. Second chance points. 16 to 3 advantage. So St. John's really uh, imposed their physicality and, and took advantage of a, a much weaker Holy Cross team. Um, layups. 19 for 36, not quite perfect, a little bit less than what we shot uh, against Utah, but um, a lot more attempts at the rim this game. We were really, really aggressive hunting shots in the paint. 19 to 36, not terrible. We can still improve there for sure. Nine for nine dunks, nine dunks. I don't know what our, our record is these past few years, but nine's quite a bit for a game. I'm not sure if we've had more than that. If we have, I doubt it's been many times. Uh, anything else staying out to you, Cole? No, I know we touched on it a little bit earlier, but just the the assist and turnover differential for the two teams, I, I think when you were showing it, it was like 20 to 8. Yeah, 22 to 8 in the assist margin. Like, that's crazy. And then having 20 turnovers to only our 8, I think what a great job by our ball handlers just between facilitating and taking care of the rock. I, I think anytime you're going to take care of it that well and share the sugar that well, like you're just going to be, you're, you're yeah. going to win the game. So, uh, and obviously we said before, but just tremendous game by RJ. I think great game. Great to have him back. Um, I, I think a lot of our ills and a lot of the concerns that the fan base had, like whether it was the offense looking stagnant or, you know, different problems or sort of our depth at the power forward, I, I think, RJ getting back is might alleviate a lot of those questions yeah. that we had from some of these between the Dayton, between the Michigan loss, between looking rough against North Texas. I think this team might be completely different with RJ on it. And we are already looking relatively good without him. And now to add an additional piece is just super exciting. So. Absolutely. Super exciting. Can't wait for next week's big game against West Virginia. Friday. Uh, Je Jesse Edwards, the big man, the Syracuse transfer. Um, I don't think he's beat St. John's in his career, so let's not give him an opportunity to do so. Uh, would be a nice resume win, our real last chance to get a stamp on our resume before conference play starts. So really important. Let's hope we can carry this momentum forward, get a nice big dub in Morgantown, and then uh, work towards finishing off the off uh, the out-of-conference slate into Big East play. Um, thanks, for everybody, for tuning in, for subscribing, for commenting, for listening, for saying hello. Uh, thanks to Cole for dinner last night. Fillmore, shout out to you guys. That black and steak, spot on. Okay, spot on. Shout out to Carnesec Arena. Uh, for Eric Barkley, this has been Pat Kane. That's Cole Atshaw, the Red Storm Rap Reaction Podcast. Peace.